So welcome back to the Common Sense Mental Health Podcast. Uh, we are, and actually I think last time we did not have Carlos joining us. No, I think I haven't no. been on for a couple episodes, I feel like. Yeah. We've well, missed you. We have. I, I've missed being on. I've missed it. So yeah, I'm back. I'm glad that you're back. <laughs> I'm glad that you're back. Um, so yeah, so today we're actually just going to do a brief check-in. Um, we have been making some upgrades, uh, specifically um, on Emma's end. Um, I think for people who have been listening probably know this, but Carlos and I are in the same room when we have our podcast. Emma is joining us over video conference. And um, we upgraded our mic equipment on both ends. So you may notice a difference in our voice quality. Hopefully you notice a difference. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully you notice. Um, and same for Emma. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're getting that set up and hopefully we will be a bit more professional and official in our podcasting. <laughs> um, so that is the goal. But uh, before we get started, here is a little bit more about our group. So Common Sense Mental Health is a, it's, it's basically the overhead for a group of private providers, uh, licensed mental health counselors, social workers, uh, and we operate within our own practices and we provide uh, teletherapy throughout New York State. We also provide in-person therapy as well within the capital region. And all of our providers are competent in teletherapy. Uh, we specialize in video, phone, as well as text-based services. And some of our providers have their own practice that work with Common Sense. And in those practices, they may be overseeing uh, interns or um, sort of pre-licensed providers who are under limited permits uh, or something along those lines. Uh, but that is Common Sense Mental Health in a nutshell. Um, any questions, you're always welcome to reach out and ask, and we will be happy to answer. All right, so I'm going to pull us back in and get us going. And again, we're just going to do a, a brief check-in today, and then um, we'll have new topics going into uh, the upcoming weeks. But um, yeah, I guess I'll start, and then does that work for everybody? Sure. Okay. Works for me. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, you're both like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. go, go, go. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, things are going very well. I think um, overall, I know... Um, in terms of common sense mental health, I feel like we're we're doing pretty well. Um, we're uh, well, a couple of things, and I think I don't know if I've shared this in previous episodes, but um, you know we've grown a lot over the last two and a half or so years that we've been you know doing this, and um, that's a good thing. Except that I think there have been times where we've wanted to slow down a little bit in terms of our growth, mm -hmm. and I don't listen to that um so specifically we have a group of us that are basically like co-owners of common sense and we make the admin decisions about you know the group in terms of um you know our services and and what we're doing and um there have been times where we've said all right yep we need to slow down and take fewer providers and just sort of like coast a little bit just because and then we get people reaching out to us um all the time and i'm not bragging or trying to sound egotistical but it, it just it that is just what is happening we just Seems have... like maybe one more just, just right more. yes and i'm like okay listen like this person reached out this is what they shared this is the last time we're gonna do this this year yes yes <laughs> i get this whole spiel and then you know yeah so i think if i brought on one more person at this point um i might go missing and people would not be able to find me and carlos and megan would be like i i, I don't know where he went he's just gone and yeah and, and right and, and I'm, I'm totally accurate kidding. Okay, well, maybe I'm not. I said I'm kidding, but maybe I'm not. So that said, um, it has felt, this is like a long lead up to me saying, I can feel it as we're now in March, because we, I very much committed to no more people coming on um, after the new year. We had people already pending from 
before, but mm-hmm. like agreeing to no more no more providers. Um, and that has uh, been the case. I've stuck to that. Um, and it, it, I'm starting to feel that more in a good way. Like, okay, like I'm not doing five orientations with people and making sure everyone is set up and you know like it's it's i mean it's like having you know a bunch of new client intakes on someone's caseload right it's very similar to that of like okay i have to make sure that basically if people are going to use this for overhead they're utilizing our systems appropriately and they're trained on the systems and so um yeah so it's nice not having as much of that and we're just kind of coasting with that the downside is that we are filling up and i think we're down to like four or five providers that are taking clients right now um which is fine which is fine. Which you is know, fine. And there's other providers in the area that we work with and that we are happy to refer to mm-hmm. as needed. Yeah. Um, well, it's also with our providers, um, when they, uh, the newer ones anyway, when they're starting, they're, they're bringing, they're, they're, they're saying, okay, I'll do 10 clients at first mm-hmm. and then I'll open it up five more clients. And then, so right now we have five providers accepting clients, but we also have a bunch of providers just like on standby, like, settling down right they're gonna right. open up and then that list will be like 10 providers taking clients yeah so yep yeah yep absolutely no that's that's exactly i say most of our providers do it that way mm-hmm. or they do it some form of that mm-hmm. yeah which absolutely. is absolutely yeah good yeah Didn't so that's, you off. that's okay we are because i had just first off i can relate to him because there are so many times where i'm like i cannot accept any more clients i'm gonna get a client inquiry and i'm like well i mean i'm getting one more it's okay yeah um, <laughs> Because I don't know why. <laughs> I can very much relate. And in in that process, repeating itself as per usual, I have gotten contacted by an EAP. And oh, um, oh yeah. the woman was kind of like, oh my gosh. And then I found it. It's like a whole, like it's a whole providing agency. Common sense as a whole sounds amazing. And I was like, we are. You should refer to everyone. <laughs> so now, you know, we'll have more people referring nice that's nice providers eventually that's awesome yeah yeah i mean i i will never be like oh we're getting too many provide like i don't Mm. mind the the inquiries it's just um we just have to push them back a little bit you know we just can't yeah take everything at once and that's and that's okay (laughs) yeah and people have options to go on you know people can if 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 they're the right fit they can wait you know they can go on a wait list if they want but we definitely don't want to um, leave that as the only option and yeah people you know again we have other providers that we have worked with and then we also will do um, research and kind of digging into that so like I had somebody over last week rather that it didn't quite work out just like in terms of insurance and pairing with the right person so um, they said yes please please send us other options that you can find so I took the weekend and you know did, did some digging and found people that would fit potentially clinically as well as with their insurance and sent them those options and like that's what we do you know mm-hmm. that's what we'll we'll do if they if they need that yeah that we're support. not we're not trying to hoard clients like we we um want our providers to attempt to refer the client out but if the client is adamant on mm. getting staying on a specific person's wait list fine but if we can give the client a referral we're giving the client a that's referral. that's ideal yeah yeah we're not we're not building a three-month wait list for mm-hmm. common sense sorry mm-hmm. right yeah absolutely and i mean as we know and i'm sure we've talked about in previous podcast episodes practices <laughs> locally in the capital region you know who you are
um i just i just uh, I, I just took the mic and i actually like leaned into it and said it very like did you hear that difference emma was that clear? i'll put a little reverb on it and make it daunting <laughs> you know who you are uh carlos is also um upgrading some of his editing um approaches and and techniques and um software so um but okay. yeah but yeah so um anyway uh, <laughs> uh we do not want to be like those people so um that said um my check-in is that 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 has been feeling really good um we are also doing some admin shifting around and we are not here yet but down the line in the next several months we'll be potentially bringing on another admin person we just had one start on march 1st um so we're currently looking and figuring out you know how to structure everything but um that will be good because right now there's still a lot of admin work um falling on me on top of other things that i'm supposed to be doing but i'm not actually able to really pay attention to so um i'm working through that so it's busy but it's getting better that was my really like 20 minute long-winded way of saying it's busy but it's getting better mm -hmm. um i'm gonna stop centering myself in this check-in and back away um I've been good. I've been, um, Tim definitely, he picked up the slack with some of the intake stuff. So I no longer really do intakes. I'm more so stepping back and doing the COO actual like task of making sure the policies are good, making sure like all our procedures are in, in place. Um, still in the process of figuring out a system to do all that, but it's nice not to have um, a thousand emails. <laughs> at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's been nice. Um, it's also been weird because it's just like I'm not doing intakes anymore. So it's like I, I don't know. Like I didn't realize how weird it would feel not to be doing intakes. Um, so I'm, I'm adjusting to that. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I've been, yeah, I don't know. I've been good. Is that still working for you? What? Like not doing intakes, not like entirely. Yeah, I I never want to step away from it fully. Like I I'm, I'm in I can help. Yeah, I mean sure. you're involved, but I mean like yeah. to the extent that it is now, like what we've done now, does yeah. that feel okay to you? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind it. <laughs> I didn't think so, but just I was wanted to check. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been I've been taking on a lot of um things at home too. So like. Our dog is kind of getting a little worse, you know, at, in his health. So I've been trying to comfort and take care of him as best as possible, trying to ease him. Um, and then um, my grandmother's getting surgery tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm going to basically be taking care of her for a few weeks until she can get up and like do her own things. Um, and then like after that, it's her recovery with physical therapy and all that. So um, hopefully I don't get too overwhelmed with all that. <laughs> mm. But other than that, um, I've been enjoying the, um, I have a little bit more freedom. I'm not tied to the intake, so I can spread my time a little bit more wisely, basically. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I just have to get used to it, I guess. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're so much more balanced now. Yeah, yeah, I am. I feel, I yeah, it's it's been nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is going to sound terrible just to jump in with that real quick. 
it's it's interesting for me because it, it's 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 been more work taking some of that on but mm-hmm. it's honestly not that much more work because i was already all right this doesn't sound bad but i was already working too much and i already have poor work-life boundaries so it, it just didn't really change any of that it was just like okay well these are additional you know tasks that are pretty like like they're pretty like manualized at this point like it's pretty you know pretty much like back end stuff that um that that needs to happen so mm-hmm. and it's and I, I, was, I was thinking about this the other day, um, talking to to someone else that, you know, one of Carlos is one of his, well, he has many strengths, but one of his bigger strengths that I've noticed working with him um, is his work-life balance and setting boundaries, right? Like he'll, you know, he's been helpful and flexible with those when things have come up, but, you know, he's very much like, no, like I stop at this time and, mm-hmm. oh, you need me to follow up, follow, you need me, oh, my words, mm-hmm. you need me, there we go. You need me to follow up on that. Oh, you mean I'm going to do so tomorrow? Like very much like, you know, like your expectation is I'm going to do this now, right? Like very, like very good about that. Um, And so that's good. And I think with these tasks, part of what would happen with that is that they would pile up just because of the amount of work, Mm -hmm. right? So like you're trying to maintain healthy boundaries. It's the workload. There's just too much work, Mm -hmm. right? There was too much for, whereas the way I work is a little bit different where, again, one of my weaknesses in maintaining those healthier boundaries. That said, I do things as I come in. So there isn't a thousand emails sitting there right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel I don't feel that pressure like I think you would when you start right. your shift. Yeah. But I did work all weekend. So it's like there is a, a trade off there, mm-hmm. you know, but right now my head feels pretty clear, like I'm pretty present with this because, you know, I've just been doing it. So it works for me, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I can see the pros and cons of our approaches. Yeah. Um, mainly just a con of mine. <laughs> I guess it's, it's sort of it's, it's working, but it's, you know, th- again, this goes back to us, I think, expanding the admin piece um in terms of our support team and i think we've been needing to do this but now it's really coming to a head um Mm -hmm. i think i can do this for a little while and i'm i'm fine with doing it but i'm sure you know oh for sure several months after or several months into this i'm gonna be like okay this needs to stop Mm -hmm. like i can't i can't keep doing that um so we're working on that but does that make i mean does that make does that sound accurate to you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was just noticing that but well i'm I'm just glad we're hiring this admin team so that yeah, you you don't get to that point. You don't right. want to get to that point and then be like, I need help. Right. <laughs> like it's good that we're we're getting the help ahead of time to kind of like, yeah, yep, you know, <laughs> absolutely, yep, yeah. Absolutely admit that when I saw the email coming out for the new admin hire, mm-hmm. my immediate reaction was. Tim hired another provider. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what's nice about, um, cause we haven't had the best of luck with previous employees um, as we have, I don't know if we've talked at all about this on the air not that we need to, but mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, it's, it's, I equate it a lot to dating, right? It's like trial and error, you mm-hmm. know, and you're, you're trying out for this role, for this position, you learn about yourself and, and your company and maybe what you need to be doing better in that, you know? So we went through that process, but this person we brought on had a lot of experience with one of our providers already from where they were coming from. And so when she started, um, you know, that I think helped a lot. And she has been phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. that has helped a game great, changing. she's game changing. And like, <laughs> and that's also been helping me because I'm able for this particular provider that she works with, I'm able to kind of give that stuff to her. And then, so I'm still taking on intake slack, but probably not as much as if I didn't have her. So um, she's been phenomenal. So I, yeah, I'm very grateful for that. Um, Yeah. So anyway, yeah. How are you, Emma? How are you doing? (laughs) Enough about us. Um, I am doing pretty well. Kind of grateful that I don't have all of the admin stuff that I have to think of. (laughs) Obviously I have like my own personal kind of 
quote unquote admin stuff of like managing my client's stuffs, but that mm. I like and I used to for the most part. <laughs> um, I've been, it's been a little stressful in my household. My husband was um, in the process of like looking for a new job. So there was just a lot of interviews and it's really awkward when some, like when you know that somebody is in their office completing a job interview and you're still just like existing and living your life. Mm. Um, I didn't, I don't know. It never really occurred to me that that might be weird, but I just found myself on any time when he was interviewing, like not breathing. Cause it's like, I don't want to be too loud. <laughs> Generally I am like a very loud counselor. First of all, like, <laughs> If, if we're trying to release some anger and my client wants to yell, I'm yelling with that. Like, we'll just kind of scream in session, which I could imagine is awkward if somebody's interviewing in the next office. <laughs> um, mm. Sometimes when I finish up sessions, I don't know why, but I just like really loudly scream like, oh, sweet angel baby or something weird. <laughs> Clients are cool, but obviously I'm not going to say that to them in session because that'd be weird. <laughs> so I'm just... I'm a loud person, especially mm. now that I work from home and I can be. Um, so it was just very like on edge, but he has accepted a new job. This is actually now oh. his last week at his other job. So congratulations. It's, yeah. yeah, it's an exciting time. It's going to be a little bit of a transition because this job is completely remote and there's no requirement to like ever go into the office. Oh, wow. Nice. Whereas the last job was an in-office job that has been functioning remotely during the pandemic. Um, and he loves working from home. Like he is thriving. He's probably, mm. you know, we've talked about this in the past. He's one of like the 10 people in the world who are thriving during the <laughs> pandemic. Right. Uh, right. But so he's like totally excited that he can work from home like forever now. <laughs> I'm very happy for him. And also a little bit like, okay, I'm going to need to have some ground rules now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I will like, work from home forever now. Like, we need some rules here. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's an exciting opportunity and, you know, very happy for him. But it's it's just one of those background transitions that doesn't necessarily, well, I can't say it doesn't impact me. Obviously it does. But, like, it's not my life per se. And mm. It's just like happening around me, but I, I just need to be kind of attentive to it because, you know, I don't know what the new culture of this new job is going to be. So, sure. And it's quitting as much in session. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, that's, it's an exciting time, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Exciting and busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird. It, it does take some getting used to having both people in the relationship working in the same house mm -hmm. like you definitely need to like you said develop some ground rules and do that early mm -hmm. um so that everyone can get used to it so that like there's no no structure in the beginning and then like a few months down the road you want structure and your guys you'll both be like what why like mm -hmm. so it's good that you're you know yeah because <laughs> I, I, I feel like as he's been working from home from home and then see it um <laughs> I have been a lot more, I mean, first off, when I'm actively working, I am in a closed office. So like, I have no idea what the hell he's doing out there. The only times it impacts me is if like, 
he is on a lunch break and playing a really loud shooty game and it's kind of like hey there are bombs going off in my session yeah Um, yeah but i mean that was a very early issue that we navigated like twice and then he kind of learned the volume that's acceptable and what's not um but i feel like now that it's always going to be working from home there's you know they're just things like when he's in a meeting he'll just leave his office door open so that i'm kind of like being more quiet if i'm not in a session and Mm -hmm. it's like one of those random breaks or super secretly my Tuesdays, I kind of just like don't work in the afternoons and it's amazing. Mm. I love it. Nice. I don't know if I'm ever going to schedule Tuesday afternoon sessions ever again. Nice. <laughs> actually really nice to just have a whole bunch of morning sessions and who cares. Um, so I'm kind of like, maybe we can start implementing and close the office door when we're in a meeting so I can like you know, sing songs to my cat because that's honestly <laughs> the best majority of my time. I make myself sound so weird when I talk about my <laughs> No, I, you're right. I had to I had to disclose to a client um that in the event as we were having our phone session, if they heard um a cat uh, bellowing nearby. It was because of my cat being unhappy about her food schedule, mm-hmm. um, and that's a, that has come up a few times. So no, I hear you on that. That's you know, this is our life. These are our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We use um, a sound machine to kind of like hint at, cause my grandmother sleeps with us. So we'll, we'll put a sound machine on whenever he's working so that she knows, Oh, I hear a sound machine. Got to keep it down. Mm-hmm. Sound machine's off. Okay. I can be normal. So that's been helping. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have that. We have, um, yeah. Just ensuring that like you were saying, I'm about doors, right? I mean, it sounds kind of like common sense, but it's like, doors being closed and being in a completely separate room, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, Carlos having structure to that, you know, like knowing when we're working we recently, actually one thing we did recently too, um, we rearranged a good chunk of our living spaces, um, okay. which I'm not sure, Emma, if you can tell, like there's a different background because of where we're sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Like we rearranged and it's, it's been way, way better. Um, I, I think anyway, mm-hmm, um, sure. like it's been nice because basically we set it up so that I can do my sessions out here. We have a little mail printing station out here that used to be in our bedroom that was part of our office but it was weird because like carlos had it which made sense at first but then i started doing it more it was just yeah role functions changed and things shifted so now we have it much more accessible in certain ways um and our bedroom space is a lot more comfortable and so it's just yeah lots of good changes came from that Mm -hmm. um and this has been nice yeah um so yeah so no i i definitely agree with you on that yeah. My husband needed to get a new desk. Okay, so his new job. Also, he's not a counselor. I should probably make that clear when I'm talking mm. about him with meetings. Mm-hmm. He's not a counselor. That'd be terrible. Um, he's a computer thing guy. I don't know what he does. Uh, <laughs> he's a Chandler. Technology. I think he's a software engineer, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think. She, he's totally a Chandler. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she, she is. doesn't even know what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, so often I'm like, you're a computer engineer. He's like, no, I'm a software engineer, unless I'm remembering that opposite. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't think there is like. He writes code. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's a software, software engineer. Software. I don't think there is a computer engineer. I, mean, I, I think there are computer engineers. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry. I don't know. But yeah, it sounds like he's probably a software engineer. <laughs> Yeah, I never know what to call him. I'm like, he does things with computers. <laughs> so for his new job, they're providing way more technology than his previous job. So he nice. 
First off, he loves PC video gaming, so he already had dual monitors for himself. He has his his laptop for like the three times a year that he wants to game on the couch instead of in his office. And then he had his work laptop, so he had a desk for that. But now at this new job, he has a work laptop, but then they'll also send dual monitors. And then he's recently, him and some friends that are playing some game and he's managing the server. So there's a whole separate computer for the server. So like, <laughs> he has like 10,000 different computers and monitors and it's crazy. So we needed to build this desk and it has all of these arms holding up all the monitors. Oh my gosh. It makes me think of the villain in Spider-Man with all the- Oh my God, yeah. Or whatever. Mm. Yeah. It's probably not, but- like, it's it's so weird to me, and it took an entire weekend to build, so I'm a little, a little salty about that one. <laughs> and very used, so uh, nice. it's an nice. adventure of just like adjusting. And now we have a random computer desk in our dining room, mm. like not even set up against a wall, just literally, just there. out, yeah. yeah, kind of up against the dining room table. <laughs> Feels like everything is in flux. Yeah. But that was such a long-winded, dramatic explanation of, like, my husband got a new job, so now we're transitioning. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're like, fine. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it. we were like that when we were, um, like, figuring out the living room situation and our in our room situation. Like, we just had stuff everywhere. Mm, yeah. And so all of your work stuff out of the bedroom now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I so so the way we have it set up, so we have our bedroom and then I have my office my official office. Also, side note, I don't know if people can hear I another thing we did, I got a new computer. I went to a, a MacBook and I'm trying to figure out how to check, figure out the um notifications. The, the sounds. Like even if I turn down the volume, which I, I can't during us doing this anyway, but even if I turn down the volume, like it still makes noise. So if you're hearing this dinging, it's that. Um oh. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, I, but, the, but the listener may be able to hear it. I'm, we'll I'm see, assuming. We'll, we'll see when I'm editing. Yeah, I'll kill you. Okay. Um, and post production. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so back to what we were saying. So, um, yeah. So in our bedroom, it's now our bedroom, and it's also um, my formal office is still there, mm-hmm. um, but our sort of like joint workstation, mail station is here next to Carlos's office, which is here. And I say here within like our like living room, dining room area. So it's out. And then I come out here for my morning sessions while Carlos is either sleeping or getting up or doing his morning routine. Mm-hmm. And then we'll switch off. If I have an evening session, I'll usually do it in the bedroom where my office is um, so that I'm confidential in there. And like Carlos said, we have like, you know, two sound machines like in the hallway and, and in we the set room. all in, in the room. And mm-hmm. so we set all that up. But um, yeah. So, yeah, that's been I think that answers your question. I feel like I just totally went off. Okay. Yeah. No. Good for you. Because I feel like it can be so challenging to maintain that kind of work-life balance when it's all in the same home. And especially if you don't have, like, dedicated spaces. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, for me, my apartment happened to have three bedrooms. And, like, we didn't need three bedrooms. But everything else was perfect and, you know, whatever now i'm so grateful for it because i have my own dedicated office my husband has his own dedicated office and obviously mm. mm-hmm. uh, and it's just been so fantastic during this whole pandemic work from home transition like you know i was figuring out my office anyway because i was switching to telehealth pre-pandemic but mm-hmm. just as life happened it's been really 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 convenient and necessary um 
So now like as we're getting more into, you know, house searching and stuff like that, we feel so like, it just feels so, um, I don't know, entitled almost of like, oh, well, we need at least three bedrooms. Mm-hmm. We have no children. We have no one else living with us. Like there's none of that's happening. So it just feels a little like, do you really need three bedrooms? But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. I'm very grateful for having the space. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to um, change the market for mm. houses because more more and more people are going to need that space. Yeah, now. that's true. More and more people are working from home, so mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like if if anything, it'll like bring down prices because mm-hmm. it's just going to be like everyone's going to need it now, so it's going to be a norm mm. to have like a three bedroom apartment for one person. Right. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I yeah, I don't know if it'll bring down. <laughs> right right yeah i don't know if it will yeah we'll see yeah we'll see because yeah. it's hearing you say that i'm like oh, prices probably go up they'll probably drive up the costs uh-huh. but i could be wrong yeah yeah i could be wrong too no wow <laughs> <laughs> so that this also i just want to do a, a check with our time um do you have anything at two emma i just have to do a client call um or a client inquiry Inquiry, inquiry. Okay. Do we want to? I don't have a firm two o'clock call time or anything like that. Okay. Do we want to do um? Do we want to advertise our uh, black-owned business? Yes. Just a side note, and before you do, um, real quick, I am going to. I was able to obtain a list of businesses. I'm going to also start sharing, um, starting in our next um podcast. So I'll go through that. I know we you've been doing it, Emma, but I'll start um adding. Uh, a business from my end as well. Cool. Let me do that. Now I need to find, I want to verify. I don't think it's, hold on. No rush. Delicious hot sauce. What's the business though? I don't know if it's just called Shaquanda's hot sauce. Hold up. Shaquanda will feed you, I believe, unless it's just called Shaquanda's Hot Peppers. I know the website is Shaquanda. Oh my god, (laughs) I know that the website is called Shaquanda. Will feed you. There you go. I am sorry, but I said you you said the name several times. Right. I know. thing about putting it all together is just throwing me off entirely um so shaquanda will feed you is the website and um black owned business of course but this person is also a member of the queer community i'm going to use uh they them pronouns because i don't recall off the top of my head what their pronouns are um fantastic hot sauce thanks it is Mm. so good so i got the original flavor which I, I guess there's I, I guess there's some kind of a show of different hot sauce tastings or maybe it's a YouTube thing I don't know but I guess Shaquanda was on there mm. so, so they already have some familiarity with the brand just because they were on there it is also available on Amazon it's a little bit more expensive on Amazon and I personally would recommend just ordering it from Shaquanda's website because then they get yeah then they get more of the income instead of Amazon but yeah, you do you whatever you want. Um, <laughs> Delicious hot sauce. I got the original, and it is 
it's flavorful. It's not just spicy. Okay. That yeah. Um, you know how there's some hot sauces that exist to just like yes. burn your mouth and make you cry? Yes. Uh, not my mind, but our is. Shaquanda's, at least the original hot sauce, just has like, it's slightly chunky. It has um, just different, I think there are all kinds of like different peppers. So there's different levels of spicy. Mm. Uh, it is not, I feel like it's complex. It's a complex mm. Um, I don't know why I'm diving, so it'd be fun giving you a review on hot sauce. No one asked for that. <laughs> no, well, just to back, just to back you up on that. No, it is, it's, it is, it is complicated because, like, hot, like you're saying, like there's hot sauces of various different flavors, and some are just like just hot, like it's just like yeah, this is just spicy. Others are are kind of like that, but there's a flavor, or it's mm-hmm. just more so the flavor, and there's a little bit of spice. No, it's a yeah. it's a whole science. Like there's a whole it, it yeah, really is, yeah. Like this one has its good spice. Yeah. But also very flavorful. Yeah, nice. Um, there is a version. I don't remember if they call it like the extra spicy version, but it's the same flavor profile, but it is also just like spicier. I didn't try that one because um, I'm a baby. Uh, <laughs> and then I think there's four flavors in all. There's one that's a smokier one, and then one that's more geared towards fish dishes, which has intrigued me since I first purchased. And I actually finished up my bottle this morning, so nice. Gonna have to reorder now. Uh, <laughs> five minutes on Shaquanda's hot sauce, but it's really delicious and deserving of more than five minutes. So highly, highly, highly recommend. Sounds good. That's awesome. I'll have to try that one. I'll have to to take a look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. We had, um, I guess. You cut this out. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to fix something with the cable wires or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So. Great. Yeah. Sorry, Liz. Liz, Liz, internet for a few days. Yeah. Yep. Of course. (laughs) Fun. Um, But no, we do have um, data. Worst case. Mm -hmm. 